Welcome to the Pop Culture Bicycle Podcast. Hello, welcome back to another grand episode of the Pop Culture Bicycle Podcast, where I host it and my friend Luke co-hosts it. Is that your way of introducing me? (laughs) Say hi, Luke. Hi. So, before we get started, I was listening back to some of our older episodes. Yeah. And I realized I come off really negative. So Morbius, you normally, yeah. So Morbius, not bad, and Anne Hathaway is a great actress. Exactly, and you love ranch and seafood. I love ranch. <laughs> I love ranch on seafood. Ugh. <laughs> Thought about. I don't even think I like that. That'd be disgusting. Although I would try shrimp and dipped in ranch, like breaded shrimp, maybe. Oh yeah, or just non-breaded, or just not eat it at all with the poop uh, tube still intact. God, seafood's gross. <laughs> So sick. I think all food's pretty gross, but if you think about it real hard, yeah, yeah. Well, don't think about it real too hard. I won't. Real, real, real too, too hard. hard. <laughs> all right. Uh, I didn't write down what news we have, so I'm going to try to remember. Just get right into it. Uh, we it's have been some a long weekend Star Wars Celebration Day announcements. Um, I'm just going to scroll through it. There you go. Uh, Warner Brothers Aquaman two news. Uh, DC Stargirl news. Uh, an actor passes away. Winnie the Pooh uh, horror movie news. Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, uh, we'll get to it. Don't worry. They called the Haunted Acre Woods. No, but it should have been. It should have been. It's in the public domain. Winnie the Pooh is, so is we could do it. Uh, I'm pretty proud of that name, so we should definitely do it. <laughs> Everyone donate all your thousands of dollars to our $1,000 tier. So we can uh, make this movie. And you'll get a free bike part. So yep. win, win. How many parts do you think are on a BMX bike? Uh, I would say less than 30. Okay, so donate like $25,000. Not donate, but pledge. subscribe. Yeah, pledge $25,000. And you might get a whole BMX bike. I don't know if you can, I don't know. So, like pledge a custom amount or you have to create alt accounts but do what think, you got to do you can just pledge custom amount and if it comes in we'll be like nah it's a thousand dollar tier for sure and you can start in our in our winnie the pooh movie the haunted acre woods starring michael b jordan no guarantees that uh fuck we can't afford michael b jordan for yeah. on a twenty five thousand dollar budget he would do it pro bono no he wouldn't fine Although he did star in a movie where star- he played a lawyer, so there you go. Starring Romano, he knows all about it. Starring Anne Hathaway because I just gave her props. Eating seafood dipped in ranch. <laughs> Ew. Gross. Eating ranch dipped in seafood. Um, Better? What? Better? No. 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 <laughs> what do you do? You just <laughs> a fingerful of ranch, and then you dip it in a, a bowl spoonful of, of ranch, of- or, or, or one of those honey things. Oh, like a honeycomb thing. Yeah. Yeah. That Have works. you actually seen anybody use one of those honey things in real life? Jordan does. Really? Yeah, when she makes tea with honey. Oh, she, I've yeah. never actually seen one. Yeah, well, she's only on Honey Nut Cheerios that commercials do I ever see those. <laughs> <laughs> and on the box, but you're, yeah. you're like, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Um, what, what were we talking about? News? News. Oh, well, I have a um, 
like a summary of all the Star Wars Celebration Day announcements that happened a couple of days ago. Uh, this is thanks to Reddit user Jeff the Sith. Thanks, Jeff, uh, for the summary. <clears throat> uh, this was like a Star Wars event where, like, it was like in person, mm-hmm. like a Comic Con. So oh, okay. not everything that was shown, like footage and stuff. Uh, isn't released online yet, so... Oh, all right. But first up is a show called Skeleton Crew. This is in the, the Mandoverse. The Mandalorian. Is that what they're calling it now? Yeah, I guess. All right. Or maybe this person calls it that. Uh, it's called The Stranger Things in Space, starring Jude Law, coming 2023. Jude Law, good, good for him. Yeah. He's uh, some roles lately. Wow, he's like a... F- Good actor. Yeah. Who's, who's been in lots of things. He's been in lots of things, but I haven't heard of him lately. You haven't heard from him? I haven't, he hasn't called me. He hasn't called Texas. He took or... me out to dinner once. Mm. Never called me. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'd like to watch a Stranger Things in Space as long as, long as it's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to be negative. <laughs> I just, I don't really care about the Star Wars universe that much, so. Yeah, well, you should start. I guess. Since you're named after, uh. A character. Yep, Han Solo. Nope, Yoda. (laughs) And uh, next up is, uh, yeah, another show called Andor. Uh, There was a teaser trailer for it, which was, like, some dude banging on a drum and them talking about, like, the rebel or the, yeah, the rebellion is starting. And it's set on the movie Andor, or the movie The 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 Planet Planet Andor. Which one was that? In the Star Wars saga. I don't remember. Isn't that where um, Darth Vader blew up after getting the information from Princess Darth, Leia? Darth Vader blew up? Yeah, he blew up that planet. I'm pretty sure those Tatooine. Was it Tatooine that he blew yeah. up? Yeah. Uh, whatever. Maybe, I don't know. But uh, it's coming out August 31st. Oh, wow. It's 12 episodes, and Jeff the Sith sing- thinks it's a two-episode premiere. And confirmed shooting of another 12 episodes. Hmm. Uh, it looked all right. Didn't look too exciting. No. No. Uh, and then there was Mandalorian and Ahsoka leaked footage and announced they'll come out in 2023. Mandalorian in February. Maybe like, spoilers, but Hera, Chop, and Sabine will appear searching for a someone. <laughs> I didn't proofread this before. That's another series I need to pick back up. I've watched the Mandalorian. First, yeah, I watched the first two seasons. There's three seasons now, right? The Mandalorian? Yes. Probably. Yeah, I think I watched the first. I don't even think I finished the second season. I just got. You should. You're I named was, after a character in the Star Wars universe. Uh, the maybe Tom Uh <laughs> It's going to be fucking Ewok. Uh, no, I. I think I just got caught up in something else. Like, I liked the, the show. And hardcore drugs. Hardcore drugs. Yeah, I went on a heroin bender. Uh, next up, Young Jedi Adventures. A mm. preschool-type animated show set in the High Republic era featuring Yoda and younglings coming out spring 2023. There's going to be a lot of shit coming out 2023. That's like a kid's show? Yeah, I mean, it'd be pretty fucked up, probably, if it was an adult animated show. Oh, uh, yeah, I just... It'd be funny if it's just they showed Anakin just killing all the young yeah things. or uh, Luke because he had a failed uh, Jedi school. Oh yeah, right. 
Uh, Tales of the Jedi, another animated show of six episodes about Ahsoka and Count Dooku when he was a Jedi. Are those anthologies starring a, a corpse puppet? What? Tales from the Crypt. Oh, shut up. Shut up. You shut up. Shut up. Do we have a Tales from the Crypt thing somewhere around here? No, I have one at home. I should bring it in. Oh, my goodness. We, need, bring- some, we need some like creepy animal to put in this chair. What do you think, Turbo Man? Good work, Booster. Good work, Booster. Yeah. Screw you, Booster. No one likes you. I have that, the Crypt Keeper, like, wall hanging thing that laughs if you... Oh, yeah, that fucking thing. Uh, Where were we? Oh, yeah. Uh, Three episodes... So, it's, like, Ahsoka when she was, like, a baby. And then Count Dooku when he was a Jedi. They each get three episodes. Cool. Showing different moments in their lives. A trailer in the first episode were shown only at the panel. It will feature a young... Qui-Gon Jinn, who is apparently voiced uh, by uh, What's-His-Face's son, Liam Neeson. Oh, Liam Neeson's son? Yeah, who I guess will just voice a young Qui-Gon Jinn, and then Liam Neeson's coming back for uh, whatever he can... I mean, he sounds the same, right? Yeah, Liam Neeson sounds the exact same as he did 20 years ago. And then Jedi Survivor, which is a... A game show. (laughs) Jedi... Fallen Order sequel, it got a teaser release, should launch in 2023, so you know what Jedi Fallen Order is? Mm-mm. It's a video game that was released a couple years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, which was apparently pretty good. I haven't played it. The only, I thought the only recent Star Wars game that came out was Battlefront. Battlefront 2? Yeah. No. You're wrong. I, I, I mean, the most recent one would be uh, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Lego just... Cranks out fucking video Fuck games. Yeah. Good ones, too. Yeah, they're fun. Uh, and then Knights of the Republic, or, wait, Knights, yeah, Knights of the Old Republic 2 will be released on Switch. Switch. <laughs> uh, with returning cut contents arriving June 8th. Um, Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation. And the style of the two previous-themed Lego specials set after Episode 9. Release date is August 5th, plus two Lego sets shown from Andor and Fallen Order, and a short release for the A&H anniversary. Oh, yeah, A New Hope. Oh. It's like, what the fuck is A&H? And then there's a Yoda comic. A Yoda comic? Yeah. All right. A Marvel 10-issue miniseries, which I definitely need to read some fucking Star Wars comics. I didn't even realize Star Wars had I knew they had, like... Novels or whatever, but I didn't know they had comics. Yeah, they've been doing comics for a good while. Makes sense. Just didn't maybe since the eighties or probably since the prequels came out. At least, at least, um, uh, consisting of three arcs. First set in the High Republic era, written by Kevin Scott, starting in October. High Republic Phase Two. Jesus, this person says a bunch of stuff. Novel and comic covers shown. New novel names revealed. Audio drama announced. Audio drama would be kind of cool. Yeah. Hopefully it's like the Batman Unburied yeah. series. Which has been pretty fucking good. Has it? Yeah. Uh, and new characters shown. And then uh, the Bad Batch Season 2, which I need to watch Season 1 still. They put out a teaser trailer, and it will release this year in fall. And then, one more. All right. Final one. Visions, Volume 2, 
Which Star Wars Visions was the like the anime. Oh, okay. Yeah, with the different stories each episode. <sighs> Star Wars is in everything, dude. I mean, it's a billion dollar franchise. Yeah, I never, I guess I never thought about it. Whenever I think Star Wars, I just think the movies. I don't think about. You just think about your name and that's it? Yeah. Yoda. <laughs> the ET ET. <laughs> uh, coming du- out. Dooku. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's what your parents told you, but. Yep. They, they're like, oh, it's a typo. We actually put a typo on your birth certificate, so your, your name's Doodoo. <laughs> I'm Doodoo now. <laughs> Shut up, doo-doo. <laughs> coming out spring... Or, all right, Visions Volume 2 coming out spring 2023 with shorts not only from Japan, Ooh. but some other countries as well. <laughs> India, the UK, Ireland, Spain, Chile, France, South Africa, and California, because California is a country. It's definitely a country. <laughs> I think, uh, unlike um, like GDP, like California and Texas are on like the in the top 10 list alone as like individual, like if they were countries, they'd be in like the top 10 of GDP amongst the world, which is, so they're kind cool, of a country, dude. kind of a country. And the more, you know, I mean, the biggest state by what landmass is Alaska. Yeah. But not by population. Cause it's all in like the Southern areas. Plus they get paid to live there. Lucky. <laughs> They get paid to live in the dark for most of the year. They can get attacked by wolves and bear. Yeah. So racist. 30 days of, was it 30 days a night, the horror movie that took place there? With vamps? Yeah. Yep. Uh, All right. Moving on. Uh, Warner Brothers considered replacing Amber Heard in Aquaman 2. Good. They considered it. Oh, but they didn't do it. So bad. Uh, (laughs) Is she still in the movie? There's so many conflicting reports. Yeah, there. like it was done. Like I know it was shortened, but then I've seen reports where it's like she's not in the movie anymore. No, she's still in it. All right, this comes from Variety. So the president of DC Vil- DC Films testified at the fucking trial. Oh, really? Yeah, I know that. Uh, testified Tuesday that the studio considered replacing Amber Heard for Aquaman two out of concern that she lacked chemistry with star Jason Momoa. Well, yeah, which is what we've been saying. Yeah. Heard was ultimately cast in the sequel, but her lawyers have argued that she nearly lost the job and could not renegotiate for more money due to the backlash over her domestic abuse allegations against Johnny Depp. Heard is seeking $100 million in a defamation counterclaim against Depp. Walter Hamada, the head of Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers is his DC unit, was the first witness called by Depp's side as they begin to or as they begin their Rebuttal of Heard's counterclaim in court in Fairfax, Virginia. Uh, appearing by the video deposition, Hamada testified that the abuse allegations played no role in casting decisions in Aquaman 2. However, he said the studio did delay picking up its options for several weeks as it considered whether to recast the role of Mara, who was Aquaman's love interest in the first film. They didn't have a lot of chemistry together, Hamada said. Editorially, they were able to make that relationship work in the first movie, but there was a concern that it took a lot of effort to get there. Yeah. Hamada said that the chemistry was created in post-production using quote-unquote movie magic, (laughs) including the film's score. Damn. He said it is not uncommon for two leads to lack chemistry. 
You know it when you see it, and the chemistry wasn't there, he said. I might have said that Alchemist 2, due out next year, was conceived as a buddy comedy between Momoa and Patrick Wilson, who plays King Orm, Aquaman's half-brother. Heard has alleged that her role was, quote-unquote, pared down considerably over time, but Hamada testified it, it has remained static since the film was first developed in 2018. I like... Oh, like he admitted to court, like in front of her, that yeah. it took a lot of movie magic to make their relationship work on screen. I think that's one of the issues of just like trying to get bigger names into a movie. They probably could have found a, a another big name, but they used back in the day they used to do like screen tests where they'd have like the leads come in yeah. and see if they had chemistry. And I don't right. think they do that so much anymore. They're just like, oh, we need a big name and a big name because big names draw in people. But then you have Aquaman one where you could tell that they didn't give a shit about each other. <laughs> Straight up. Uh, well, you seem to know a lot about Hollywood. That's why they call you Hollywood Luke Hogan. <laughs> Better than doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's your name, though. So. Have, you, have you seen some clips of uh, Johnny Depp's uh, woman lawyer? I don't know her name. It's woman lawyer. Yeah, woman lawyer. Like, she... She talks to Amber Heard like she's scolding a child. No, I haven't. She'll ask her. A I question. haven't watched really anything. About I, the I just see clips online like TikTok and stuff, but um, she'll ask her a question. And Amber Heard never actually speaks to the lawyer that's asking the question. She always turns this way towards the jury, like she's speaking to the jury. Weird. And the uh, the lawyer's like, "Look at me and answer my question." It's like. <laughs> Like, Look at me when I'm talking to you. It's like, damn. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on from one DC project to another, DC's Stargirl adds Seth Green and recast. Ooh, Seth Green. Did you see that Seth Green was going to make an NFT movie? Which was like uh, supposed to be like Cheers, but set in space or heaven or some shit. But the NFT he bought got or was stolen from him. Really? And then sold to someone else. What the heck? So, um, so he lost like the rights to it or whatever. I don't fully understand NFTs. and It's all a scam. Yeah. And then it sounded familiar when you said it, and then you started explaining the plot. I'm like, I don't sound familiar at all. <laughs> so, no, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. Oh, who cares? Yeah. NFTs are stupid. This comes from TV Line. They say, the almighty, if unpredictable, Thunderbolt may sound a bit different when he... Next materializes on DC's Stargirl. TV Line has learned that for season three of the CW superhero team-up series, Robot Chicken co-creator and prolific voice actor Seth Green will help bring the pink wish-granting genie to life. Stargirl... uh, Wait, what the fuck? Oh, Green thus succeeds Jim Gaffigan, who voiced Thunderbolt in a pair of season two episodes in which Mike, played by Trey Romano unwittingly conjured Matt and then labored to precisely guide the powerful imp. So, I, I mean, I was surprised that they got fucking Jim Gaffigan to... I didn't know Jim Gaffigan did the voice of him. I, I didn't watch it, so I had no well, idea. <laughs> obviously. Well, like, if I would have heard that Jim Gaffigan was doing a voice, I probably would have checked it out more. I fucking love Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, he's pretty great. And then That dude's name was Trey Romano? Uh, played by Trey Romano. So close to Ray Romano. Maybe it's a son. Or maybe he did that on purpose 
Because people are like, let's get Ray Romano. We can't get Ray Romano. Let's get Trey Romano. <laughs> just Google Ray Romano. Yeah. And, and the T is right next to the R. Maybe they just mistype and like, yeah. that works. It's fine. Uh, it, like, Stargirls on CW. Mm-hmm. But, like, Superman and Lois, it's actually a pretty decent show. Really? Yeah, it's not fucking garbage like uh, The Flash and Legends of Tomorrow. And you know, most, whatever else. And most other CW yeah. shows. Uh, so, it's pretty cool. It'll be, I don't know, a little jarring going from... Jim Gaffigan to Seth Green. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about Unless that. Unless Seth Green is going to do, like, a Jim Gaffigan impression. Yeah, maybe. But I'm a dorkfish. Moving on. You think he'll do like that Jim Gaffigan, like, I don't think he's serious. Like that high-pitched, like, audience voice thing I mean, Jim Gaffigan does. I don't think he did that on the on Stargirl, so probably not. But he's, whatever. There's The visual of it would be hilarious. All right. Uh, moving on to what Luke loves. What do I love? Which he's been telling everyone that he's so happy this happened. Uh, Goodfellas star Ray oh, Liotta passes off. away at 67. You can put that in the universe. The fucking deadline, uh, like the original deadline title was mm-hmm. uh, Goodfellas star uh, Ray Liotta died. 67, or was 67. It's like a little morbid, so yeah. I, I changed it to Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta passes away at 67. Uh, all right, this comes from Deadline, our, our good friends, which they don't know that we're friends, but Not yet. we're best friends. We'll be invited to their party someday. Them and Variety. We're, Variety, we're, we're all yeah. best friends. Uh, Ray Liotta, the terrific actor whose career breakout came in the 1990 Martin Scorsese crime classic Goodfellas. Such a good movie. After co-starring in Field of Dreams, has died. He was 67. That's the article. Deadline hears that uh, Leota died in his sleep in the Dominican Republic where he was shooting the film Dangerous Waters. Huh. So So he was filming probably natural causes then, I imagine. Yeah, hopefully. Died peacefully. Yeah. Uh, What was the the first movie you saw him in, Goodfellas? I think so. The first movie I think I saw him in was, I believe, Roadhogs. No. Or, right? Was he in that? Roadhog? What I'm thinking, I might be wrong. Let me let me look up his IMDb. Wild right. Hogs. Wild Hogs, yeah. yeah. With uh, Tim Allen? Yeah, and uh, John Travolta and Martin Lawrence and... Uh, the other one? The guy that plays Frank on Shameless, William H. Macy. He was in that too? Yeah. Oh, shit. I haven't seen that movie since it came out. I saw it in theaters. It's been in a ton of movies. I'm trying to... See if he's in the one I'm thinking of. What else was he in? He was in uh, fucking, uh, I think it was Identity? Or, you know, the one where they're all at the motel and it's all in John Cusack's head. All the characters. I never watched there. that one. Pretty good. He was in Young Sheldon. That sucks. That does suck. I guess he was in a in, a, in Elizabeth Banks Directed movie called The Cocaine Bear. I think that's what it's titled. I was like, that's a sweet fucking title. Yeah, it is. As long as it's, as long as it's about a fucking bear high on cocaine. Wait, why do I feel like that's a true story? I'm sure there's been a bear on cocaine at some point. I think there has. All right, chop, chop, Luke. Yeah, 
identity in 2003. Yeah. Honestly, I think my introduction wouldn't have been even like seeing him act. It'd probably been a uh, Vice City. Oh, as, as the, the voice. Yeah, of, the main character. What yeah, the, what's Tommy his name? Tom, yeah, Tommy Versetti. Oh, well, I don't think he was in what I was thinking. So probably the first time I seen him act was Goodfellas. Yeah. yeah. He was great in Goodfellas. He was great in everything that, that I've seen him in. I guess I should just look up the movie I'm thinking of and look up the cast. It'd probably be a lot better. All right. Well, you do that. Now move on to Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Violent new horror film reworks a child classic. This comes from Dread Central. A mysterious upcoming horror film titled Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey has appeared on our radar today, and we have questions. So do I. (laughs) The very indie horror title is reportedly in post-production. Post? It's already shot. Yeah. (laughs) Holy shit. Uh, From writer-slash-director Reese Frank Waterfield and stars Amber Doig Thorne. Doig? <laughs> All right. Maria Taylor and Danielle Scott. According to the project's IMDb page, the film is a grisly re- retelling of the Winnie the Pooh quote unquote legend. Now the bear is back and he's got a brand new look. He also doesn't seem to be up to any good from what we can tell in these official stills from Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. While there, while while not much is known about this forthcoming horror film, the images are giving off a very indie "You're Next" energy, from the barnyard animal masks to a message in blood smearing across windows. So, from oh, shit. what else I've read, uh, yeah, uh, like I, just... I, I don't know if it's supposed to be like like an actual bear, actual like warthog or pig or whatever piglet is. Yeah. Because it just looks like two dudes in, in a... Masks. Yeah. Yeah. I just seen the Winnie the Pooh mask, and I was like, Jesus. It could be pretty good, though. Here's another... I mean, it'll probably be pretty fucking bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to watch it, though. I'll but, watch it, yeah. too. I'm going to watch it. Um, From what else I've read, uh, like, the story is that, like, Christopher Robin has stopped, like, feeding... Like the characters in the Hundred Acre Woods, mm-hmm. so they revert back to their animalistic instincts or some shit like that. On the IMDb, it says it follows. Uh, did you? I probably just read this. Probably it follows Pooh and Piglet as they go on a rampage after after Christopher Robin abandons them. Yeah, he abandons them, and yeah, they like revert back to their animalistic looks, even though Pooh doesn't. Or Winnie the Pooh doesn't fucking look like a bear. <laughs> right? <laughs> but, I mean... I'll watch it. It'd be I'm, funny if, uh, like, Honey was, like, cocaine. And then he fucking gets a hold of Honey after, like, trying to find his own food after being abandoned. And he just gets, like, a fueled-up rampage and starts killing random just, folk. He just says in a deep voice, where's my honey? Where's my honey? Uh, yeah, because Winnie the Pooh, like, recently came into the public domain... So oh. Disney doesn't have the rights to it anymore? I bet it won't be released in China. What? Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey? Yeah. Yeah, definitely not. They probably, <laughs> it'll probably be released on like Amazon Prime or something. Oh, yeah. Rent it. I was just a joke because all the people were comparing, uh, what is this, Gigi? Oh. I can't remember. Gigi. Gigi. <laughs> Whatever the pri- 
president, prime minister, dictator. I don't know overlord. what the fuck they have. Overlord of China was to Winnie the Pooh, and then he banned Winnie the Pooh in the country. Oh yeah, I remember that now. But Xi uh, Jinping, I think his name is, or something like that. Something. I don't fucking know. I don't moving, speak. I don't speak China. Mo- moving on to Top Gun Maverick. Oh yeah. Uh, Top Gun Maverick Studio paid U.S. Navy more than eleven thousand dollars an hour for fighter jet rides, 11, but Tom Cruise wasn't allowed to touch the controls because he fucking would. Yeah, he would. That motherfucker's he would fly crazy. Uh, this comes he has from a weird like everything. Well, a weird yeah. center tooth. He has like the most bravado ever, though. Like I don't know where he gets it from. He's like he's Scientology. He's, yeah, he's probably never touched a jet in his life, but he's. Probably watching the production meeting, like, I am going to fly this jet. I think he is a pilot. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, like, commercial pilot probably can't just hop into a fighter jet and fly it, you know? No, definitely not. But he, Only, he, like, Navy pilots can do that. He would think that he would be able to. Yeah, he just struts in. Yeah. Like, he, he hops in the front seat, and they're <laughs> like, uh, Tom, what the fuck are you doing? I'm Maverick, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, this comes from Fortune.com. Fortune? Yeah. Like Fortune 500? I don't fucking know. I don't know either. I don't look that much into the source. (laughs) That might be a fake website. Uh, Fuck it. Uh, The U.S. Navy lent Tom Cruise F-A-18 Super Hornets for the new Top Gun movie. The only catch is the studio paid as much as $11,374 an hour to use the advanced fighter planes, and Cruise couldn't touch the controls. The Mission Impossible star, famous for performing his own stunts, insisted that all the actors portraying pilots on the new, long-delayed Top Gun Maverick film fly in one of the fighter jets built by a Boeing company so they could understand what it feels like to be a pilot operating under the strain of immense gravitational forces. Crew, or crew, Cruise 59 had also flown in a jet for the original Top Gun, a smash hit in 1986. I feel like flown is a very... Yeah. This is not the right term. Like, road? Road in the jet? Yeah. Uh, well, if you if you take a trip to Hawaii, you flew to Hawaii, so you've flown in a plane. I mean, you rode in a plane. You didn't fly it yourself. You don't have wings. You didn't fucking fly there. But you were flying. That's wrong. <laughs> there's, there's three things from that that I want to say. Humans were meant to fly. God would give us <laughs> wings. Uh... For Tom Cruise, for being 59, looks great. Scientology. Let's be honest. What, what's the what's the shit that rich people use to keep them young? Indre- adrenochrome? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, maybe only two points. Can't I can't remember the third one. I wonder how they came up with the number $11,374. Probably ask them. Couldn't just be $11,000? Maybe they were walking by the base and there was a receipt on the ground. They picked it up. <laughs> oh, the third one is... For some reason, I didn't realize that fighter jets were built by Boeing, but now that you say that, it makes sense. They make airplanes. Might as well make fucking fighter jets. They probably make more than just planes, too. They probably make, like, pedal carts. Coffee makers. Toasters. Uh, Crews ended up flying more than a dozen sorties for... I don't know what the fuck sorties is. No idea. Is that slang for jet? Let us know. How's it it spelled? Uh... Exactly how you think it's spelled. S-O-R-T-I-E-S. Okay. Sorties. Maybe, well, it says a dozen sorties, so 
uh, I'm guessing the singular is just sortie. Or, or maybe it's like deer where the plural is deer. So singular is sorties and the, and the plural is sorties. Okay, so definition of sortie, there's two. A sudden issuing of troops from a defensive position against an enemy. And the second one is one mission or attack by a single plane. I don't think he flew a, mes- a mission. Unless the, unless they count like the mission is like war to get games. the footage. Or like war game style where it's like not real, but they still do it in real time. I don't fucking know. I don't know, dude. Are you a fucking war games expert too? <laughs> Mr. Hollywood War Games? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but a Pentagon regulation bars non-military personnel from controlling a defense department asset other than small arms in training scenarios. According to Glenn Roberts, the chief of the Pentagon's entertainment media office. I can't believe the fucking Pentagon has a... Just, that just blew my mind. Entertainment the media office. Uh, instead, the actors rode behind FA-18 pilots after completing required training on how to eject from the plane in an emergency and how to survive at sea. They, they just watched uh, Castaway, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, here's your... Uh, government issue volleyball. Yeah, <laughs> you'll need this. You'll need this <laughs> with a pre-cut hole. <laughs> <laughs> but they couldn't afford, uh, like name brand like Wilson. So they got like, even though they get billions of dollars for military, yeah, they got like year. Asics or whatever the cheap brand is. Whatever Walmart's brand, yeah. Is. <laughs> uh, Athletic Works. Yeah, and I guess. I saw another another article that said like the majority of people seeing Top Gun Maverick was people over thirty five. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Have you ever seen the first one? Nope. Me neither. I don't think I have. And I'm not over thirty five. Not yet. Not yet. Pretty close. close. Getting there. You're like sixty four. Yeah. It's pretty close to thirty five. Math is wrong there. No, it's pretty close to thirty five. It's a lot closer to thirty five than other numbers. <laughs> I love it when you have a point it falls apart <laughs> mid sentence. You're like, I should have thought this one through. Uh, yep, that's the end of that <laughs> that article. Let's move on to something sad again. Oh no, Futurama news. Uh, fucking people throwing bowling balls outside <laughs> this room. John DiMaggio didn't get a raise, and Hulu considered guest voices for Bender. Well, I, I we figured that much when he was holding out if they were weren't willing to pay him, but it sounds like they didn't have to pay him. Uh, I mean, they still paid him, but not a raise like more yeah. money. Uh, this comes from Bleeding Cool, who wants to be friends with us, but fuck those nerds. DiMaggio cool, didn't return thanks to a huge raise because there wasn't one. Uh, people are like, I'm so glad he got more money. I didn't get more money, but what I, th- this is DiMaggio, not me. Oh, you didn't get more money then? I, I also didn't get more money because I didn't get any money. Oh, you should have held out longer. Uh, but what I did get was a lot of respect, uh, and a lot of head nods from people who were like, yo, bro, I see you and thank you. <laughs> Though he found the fight for better pay and professional respect, quote unquote, quite rewarding. DiMaggio found that in the end, trying to get money out of Disney is like trying to get blood from a stone. You ain't gonna get it. You ain't gonna get it. That was another quote. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Hulu had a plan if DiMaggio didn't return. Reports at the time were that Hulu was willing to move forward without DiMaggio, 
with a voice actor confirming that the streamer was planning on using guest stars and they were going to replace Bender's voice each season, which would have sucked, honestly. Yeah. Do you think maybe if it was like a different character, like a yeah. like a human character or something, it'd make more sense that they introduced for the uh, series. Honestly, that'd be kind of funny if they introduced a character and each season his voice like dramatically changes to a different one. It's not even close to the one it was last time. Yeah. That'd be funny. I I almost feel like he was holding out for more money. He definitely was, and. He has an ego where it's like, well, they can't do it without me. I'm Bender. And then Hulu's like, no, we'll do it without you. And he's like, oh, fine, I'll come back. Uh, There's more. In the end, DiMaggio knew who he wanted to, quote, unquote, spend Thanksgiving with, sharing with the audience how he and his agent discussed if we want to be in the house having a nice Thanksgiving dinner or standing across the street in the freezing rain watching everybody eat stuffing. DiMaggio would eventually make the decision to return, but while he may not have gotten the raise, or that raise everyone thinks he got, DiMaggio was able to derive a different satisfaction from the entire ordeal. He he says, but listen, this was the best thing about that fight. I had Disney, Hulu. I was holding onto their collective testicles so hard that they couldn't, you know, there's nowhere for them to go, but there was also nowhere for me to go. And who wants to hold on to those for that long, he explained. Um, I don't think he did. I don't, I don't think he had them by anything. He didn't. They were like, no, we'll go on without you. That's fine. Yeah. There's plenty of voice actors that need work. And plenty so, of famous people who would do it for, yeah. for an episode and call it, call it good. And he's we'll like, move on to a different one. He reminds me of one of those dudes that get their ass kicked. And then he's like, well, you know, I... I gave. I didn't even want to fight. I gave up, and I was just being the bigger man, and he hit me. No, you didn't. Or you got like, your ass kicked. I got a couple good looks in. Yeah. But you still got your ass kicked. Yeah, you still got your ass kicked. It, that that end quote kind of just solidified my theory where he's just like, he, he's like, they're not going to do it without me. And Hulu was like, no, we'll do it without you. Yeah. John DiMaggio, whatever. Yeah, we're fucking Disney, dude. You're not Joe DiMaggio, not the famous baseball player. How do you know? Not because he died. John DiMaggio died? Joe DiMaggio died. Then I have a another sad story. No, I have a uh, uh, clickbait. Oh no! This comes from Screen Geek, which I'm getting a an ad for a anime game. Ooh, what is it? Uh, don't know. It just says free to play. Oh, Queen's Blade. Click it. No. <laughs> But fan favorite characters return. Available on mobile or PC. Play and chat with friends. Mm. I wonder what characters they are. I never heard of it. Uh, I don't know either. But title of this article is Policy Violation Causes Marvel Movie to be Pulled from Streaming Platform. <gasps> not during our series. <laughs> Although Sony's Marvel movie Morbius was not mm. the hit with fans that they might have been hoping for, it's still become norious, norious, notorious for <laughs> other reasons. Like nauseous. <laughs> Take that, Morbius. The film has managed to become a massive meme with many fans laughing at the movie rather than <laughs> with it. Now one fan who's since been banned on Twitch. Oh. So not like fucking Hulu, Disney yeah. Plus, Netflix. It's fucking Twitch. Who had fittingly... 
who fittingly had the username Morbius247. Couldn't get just Morbius. You had to get Morbius247. Oh, 24-7. There you go. Not bad. And if you fucking waited. Okay. Attempted adding to the meme in a rather hilarious way. Get ready to fucking laugh. I ready. This user chose to stream Morbius on Twitch for 24 hours a day, seven days a week on a repeated loop. (laughs) (laughs) It's the funniest thing I've ever fucking read. Dumb. The video playing the Marvel movie. Marvel movie. It's a fucking Sony movie. movie. Let's not... Well, they get the guy get those fucking gotta get that, yeah, that search engine, count, yeah. Uh, yeah, optimization that SEO up in there. Uh, the Marvel movie managed to reach around ten thousand views before it was completely removed as a policy violation. I wonder how many of those views like watched the movie in full, or they're like, huh? I've heard of someone, I heard of this streamer, yeah, this user streaming this movie, and uh, they click and go, "Yep, still don't want to watch it." Uh, yep, it's de- it's definitely playing. I'm gonna go watch. Jacksepticeye or whatever. This is uh, mind-blowing. Uh-oh. After all, it isn't legal to host an unauthorized stream of such a film. You're kidding. Uh, nope. You just blew my mind. I know. But one thing's for sure. It probably helped a lot from a marketing standpoint. No, it didn't. Nope. I don't think any of those people went out and like, I got to finish this movie. I got to fucking buy the Blu-ray. You know, it'd be better for a marketing standpoint. Never shown the movie and just said that it got good (laughs) reviews. Or making a good movie. Yeah, making a better movie would have been great. Uh, It's certainly a funny way to add to the immortal meme that Mm. is turning out to to be the film Morbius. As noted via comic book, the channel has nearly 2,000 followers, and its bio reads, Morbius-related channel. Morbius mixes news, big plays, tilts. Yep. Everything that is somewhat related to Morbius. Dumb. Very dumb. Uh, do I want to keep reading? No. I'm going to do it. All right. Although, as noted above, the Marvel movie was removed from Twitch due to being a policy violation. As such, the channel... As such, the channel, its followers, and the loop stream itself are all gone. But one can only imagine. It makes me think that they, Twitch was like, like banned all the, all the people that watched it. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Because uh, you can get banned on Twitch for a lot of things, but like, and nothing, and and no things <laughs> at all. Much like that movie, it was something and nothing at all. But one can only imagine. All right, so only imagine this, nothing else. All right. That it's far from the last we'll see of Morbius and the way fans, or perhaps the opposite of fans, have been making memes of the film. Fans can thus stay tuned tuned to Screen Geek for any additional updates on Morbius and its additional potential, or and its franchise potential, as we have them. Morbius is currently available for audiences to stream illegally... With a physical home <laughs> video release scheduled for June fourteenth, twenty twenty two. That's you, Steve. It will be followed by several other Spider Man spinoffs like Venom Three and Craven the Hunter. Um, can ah! just so, someone someone commented saying, "Aw, baby's first article." <laughs> someone else said, "Hey, I left my TV on all afternoon yesterday. You need to write a, write an article on that too." Nice. Fucking got him. Can they stop trying to make Morbius happen? 
Nah. So, I think I, I mean read, everyone wants wants them to, but it's probably not gonna happen. Didn't it already get greenlit for a sequel? I don't know. I hope not. I think I seen. You're a probably headline. just regurgitating what I'm pretty sure Brett said over the weekend. No, I've seen a headline, but I didn't read it because I thought it was gonna be clickbait. You got so excited. You're like, ooh, Morbius yeah, sequel. More, more, uh, My favorite movie. Uh, All right, so. Maybe okay. something. Maybe Spider-Man has something to do with it. I would have said it in the article. What? I would have said if Spider-Man had something to do with it. Oh. All right. Moving on. on. That's all I got for news. It really ended on a down note with Morbius <laughs> news. Oh, man. Such a fucking clickbait. Policy violation causes Marvel movie to be pulled from streaming. But as soon as I saw that, I'm like, yep, that's fucking clickbait. But I clicked it anyways. I guess guess they didn't lie. It's pulled from streaming. Just not how you would expect. All right. Moving on to the next segment. What was that clickbait headline I sent you the other day? It's like someone has a serious, like, life-threatening illness. Oh, yeah. Ah, who was it? Can't remember. I can. I feel like it was like a director or something. It was somebody like pretty well known. Hang it's on. a life, potentially oh, life threatening illness. Kevin Smith. Oh, yeah. It says Kevin Smith has a potentially fatal illness. Yeah. And it just turns out he had COVID 19. Yeah. All right, moving on. Moving on to our famous segment Spoiler Alert. Spoiler Alert. Spoiler Alert. Well, we. Ironically, you don't spoil anything. No, unless you haven't seen it. Maybe we spoil it. New revamp segment where, where we try not to spoil things. Yeah. Uh, it's called Tiptoe Around the Details. What have you been reading, watching, and or listening to? Well, I finished Band of Brothers. Time time. No, you don't give a fuck about that. I so, do not. I know. And then we had a long weekend where I was outside most of the time. It wasn't long enough, I'd say. <laughs> I agree. But I did... Start listening to Jeff Tremaine's interview on the Nine Club podcast. I don't know. Do you ever listen to Nine Club? No. If you like, who the fuck's Jeff Tremaine? The director of Jackass. Oh yeah, and Big Brother <laughs> and Wild Boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ridiculous. Continue. That's one thing I never even like thought about. Is he? He was part of Ridiculousness. Dude's getting so much money from syndication of that fucking show. Probably. It's all that plays on I MTV. Know. It's like a two, two and a half hour interview, and I'm only like maybe like an hour through it, but it's interesting. It's kind of stuff I've already known about how Jackass came to be and Big Brother came to be and all that kind of shit. But no one cares about how you came to be, Luke. Yep. But uh, Jackass. <laughs> uh, thanks, Big Brother. Um, but yeah, like just like some of the behind the scenes stories are pretty funny. Mm, allegedly. Allegedly. But I haven't. With the weekend being Memorial Day weekend, in case you guys didn't know. I didn't know. We went camping, so. <laughs> there wasn't wish, a lot of time to watch shows. Wish I could have stayed home. <laughs> All right. How about you? I watched Stranger Things Season 4, Volume 1. I'm starting that tonight. I'm going to spoil the shit out of shit. it then. I didn't plan on it, but net, uh, I'm sure everyone knows, but Netflix. Netflix. Netflix released seven episodes on the 27th of May, with the final two episodes coming July 1st, uh, which that's which episodes are long as shit. Yeah, aren't they like an hour and a half each or something? Yeah, I'm pretty sure like each episode like gets slightly longer than the last one, Ugh. with the 
final episode episode of this volume three day stream yeah no it was like an hour 48 oh wow okay um yeah it's that's a fucking great story so far which is is probably not a surprise to fucking anyone yes stranger things the stranger things is one of those shows it's like they take so much time in between release that i stop caring until i start watching it and i'm like i'm right back (laughs) into it it's about fucking time yeah i forgot this was happening but it's about fucking time (laughs) exactly uh I I think the groups are like split up even more. Are they? Yeah. Which uh you yeah, you watched last season. Yeah. It ends with uh spoiler alert, ends with the buyers and uh eleven moving to California. Yep. And then it showed um see it's been so long. Is his name Hooper? The cop? Who? Hopper? Hooper? Hopper. Pooper. I said hoop. Oh yeah, Hopper. Hopper. Uh, it showed him in like a Russian prison thing. Did it at the end of season three? Like it was, I think it was even like a post credit scene. Yeah, it was. Do they nothing yet? No. Nope. All right, boy, are you gonna be surprised? All right. Um, yeah, they add. Uh, did you say you started it or you're gonna start it? I'm gonna start it tonight. Oh well, they add uh, like three new characters. And they're all pretty fucking good. Oh, really? Yeah. There, uh, there's like the new uh, leader of the D&D club that some of them are in. Oh, really? In high school. Uh, he's pretty cool. Man, I'm trying to remember the names. Who was, what was the name of the boy that went missing for a season? Will. Will. i seen pictures from this season, and Will's obviously still there, right? I was going to say you saw pictures of the of Will, the, the, the actor that plays Will. No. You fucking creep. But... He's so obviously they've all grown up, but he still has like a bowl cut. Yeah, and it just looks uh, very. He dumb. doesn't actually have like a bowl cut, but like the front looks like a bowl cut, but the like the rest of his hair looks normal. Oh really? Yeah, I don't like it. It looked weird. Um, it looked like he had a bowl cut. I'm like, you were much too old for that, sir. Yeah, there's a there's a twist somewhere in the seven episodes. We'll spoil it. Yeah. Was completely unexpected, oh, in my opinion. Twists usually are. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Well, I mean, oh, like a lot of twists you can see. Yeah, you can see coming from a mile away. That's true. But this one, I was like, oh fuck! It's yeah. it's somewhere in the seven episodes. All right. Have you watched all of them? Oh yeah. Really? Yep. Damn it! I started on Sunday, and uh, I should have napped during the day because I fell asleep at like midnight, <laughs> like halfway through one of the episodes. So. Uh, the next day when I woke up, like I immediately started watching them again. Damn, I need to watch it. So good, fucking. Uh, what day was the twenty seventh? Like Saturday, Friday, Friday, Thursday, See? something. I don't remember anymore. I was like halfway through the seventh episode, and Jordan came into the episode. Or came Jordan was in the episode. Whoa, weird. Spoiler alert. She came, she came into the room. She's like, "Is this over yet?" And then she was like, is this done yet? And I was like, nope. And she's like, are you lying to me? Did you start a new episode? I was like, nope. There's still like 40 (laughs) minutes left. But she allegedly does not like the show, but she laughed during an episode. That's a step in the right direction. Yeah. And she also listened to Beastie Boys over the weekend. And Rage. And Rage Against the Machine. (sighs) Growth. (laughs) Growth. Yeah, that's all I've been... Uh, besides listening to podcasts, I've, that's all I've been. What'd you listen to? 
Dudesy. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Weekly Planet. Conan Needs a Friend. Who's on Conan Needs a Friend this week? Uh, I don't know. Somebody. I didn't watch the or listen to the new episode. Me but. neither. I just saw it on my list. Cool. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm thanks. fucking happy for you. So, move on. Yeah, it was a it was a slow watch week. <laughs> yeah, we were busy. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Twitter, Twitter, which is this week in review, Rebuttal. review, review, view, view. So, we've been watching the MCU movies in chronological order. Chronological. Uh, and we're on to Iron Man 2. Great. I was honestly worried that I watched the wrong movie. <laughs> I do you think I was going to say The Incredible Hulk? I, I couldn't remember if we were watching The Incredible Hulk first or Iron Man 2, and I was like, I'm pretty sure Iron Man 2. Well, at the like towards the end of Iron Man 2, I wasn't paying attention, but I saw it in the trivia that the events in Incredible... The Incre- I almost said The Incredible Hulk 2, but The Incredible Hulk... <laughs> Like the events that happen at the school or whatever, uh-huh. uh, are shown on screen towards the end of Iron Man Two. So we should have watched the Incredible Hulk first. Then? No, okay. I'm saying we we did it right. Perfect. We did it right. Uh, the synopsis with or is with the world now aware of his identity as Iron Man. Tony Stark must contend with his, with both his declining health and eventual madman with ties to his father's legacy. This was directed by John Favreau, who directed the first one. Yep. And happy. Re- what? Happy. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not happy. Oh well. Written by and it was written by Justin Thoreau. Favreau and Thoreau. And it stars Robert Downey Jr. Yep. Mickey Rourke. Gwyneth, I pass off fake. Health practices is real health practices, but so you should definitely not believe me, Paltrow. Uh, and Don Cheadle. Who replaced uh, Terrence... Howard. Howard, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's even a a line when uh, Tony Stark is at the, uh, like the Senate the hearing. Congressional meeting, yeah. Yeah, and R- Rhodey says, it's me, I'm here, deal, deal with, with it. it. Yeah. But like he's saying, like... I replaced him. It was very meta. I liked it. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Happy Hogan is the more relaxed character in this. Yeah. Like in the in the first movie, he was like serious. He was like a serious head of security. I wonder if that was John Favreau. I think he had an image in the head for the character to be kind of like a badass, like a really like. I don't, but that's not who John Favreau is as a person. Or maybe he. Was like worried because they're trying to kickstart like an entire universe. Yeah, and he was the first director, the first movie. That's true. So he's probably like stressed. Like, yeah, serious. He couldn't. He couldn't like joke and laugh because he was dying inside from all the stress. Yeah, Sam Rockwell's in this. Sam Rockwell is in this. Plays Justin Hammer. Hammer. Who loves Sam Rockwell? Great in this movie. Yeah, he's great. He's great in a lot of movies, but uh, I heard that he was actually uh, considered to play Tony Stark before they got RDJ. You are an expert of Hollywood, so right. you would know Hollywood Luke Hogan. I heard you were in the running too. 
yeah, I turned But I it, can see why they passed on I you. I turned it down. I was... No, they passed on you. I was doing Morbius. So. <laughs> you were doing a movie that didn't start filming until... When well, did this come out? It was a lot of pre-production. <laughs> Who'd you play? I, I played uh, Diner Guy number three. Oh, so it was a lot of preparation, too. Yeah, I had to... A lot of preparation age. Yeah, I spent seven years in diners uh, witnessing... Luke has wicked hemorrhoids all the time. On the the whole, preparation age feels good. They call him... Luke, preparation age. H is for... Hogan. (laughs) H is for Hollywood, not hemorrhoids. Hogan. Uh, Yeah, Sam Rockwell's great. I guess in the comics, Justin Hammer is like an old dude. Oh, really? But they made him young to be a, a Tony Stark rival mm-hmm. to them. I, I kind of like how his character is like a, a doofus. Tony Stark light. Like he even. Like a dumb, dumb Tony Stark. Yeah. Like he wants to be Tony Stark so bad, but yeah. he just can't be Tony Stark. Yeah. To the point where he's like. Like he's smart, but not like nowhere near smart yeah. enough. He's actually like dating. One of Tony Stark's ex-girlfriends oh, or something? No, he's Tony Stark slept with her in the first movie. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah Sam Rockwell's Justin Hammer is rumored to be in the the Armor Wars uh, series that's coming out sometime. At some point. Yeah. No, Armor Wars is uh, like Tony Stark's technology, like Iron Man technology gets stolen and a bunch of villains use it so he's like trying to track down all of his technology and take it back and shit right so that should be fun uh yeah the this movie has one of the best iron man suit up sequences oh, at the at, uh, at the race yeah and he, has, he has the, the briefcase yeah the football so good so good um I, I liked when um the fuck was mickey Rourke's character's name oh uh, ivan, ivan ivan vanko vankoff Maybe it's oh. Vanko. Yeah. Yeah. Some, Some Russian name. Yep, Russian. Uh, what do you think of Mickey Rourke's Russian accent it attempt? Was fi- it was fine. It was kind of comical. Yeah. But it was It was fine. I, I heard that Mickey Rourke actually, like, um, I think he, like, as soon as he heard he got the part, he, like, flew to Russia. Yeah, he, like, went to a prison. Yeah, to see if, like, everything was authentic. Yeah, and all of his tattoos are authentic. So Not, like, real tattoos, but, like, authentic, like, Russian culture and shit. Fun fact, Mickey Rourke had a dog, a little chihuahua, that died, and the... He shoved it up his butt. No. uh, he The dog's name was Loki. Oh, and he had a tattoo he of Loki. A, he did ta- tattoo yeah. of Loki that they had to cover up. Yeah, they, they CGI'd out because they were afraid the audiences would be confused. I would have been confused too, let's be honest. Yeah, well, you're easily confused. That's true. Who are you? Uh, Where am I? I am your owner. Oh. Yep. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. The scene at the race when uh, Ivan... Takes out his whiplash whips and he starts lashing him. Right. Uh, and like the technology like burns off his jumpsuit. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Nice attention to detail. Right. I do love it became. So at first I didn't even think about it. Like the first time I watched this movie. What else is new? 
Uh, when did it come out? Like 2005, whatever? No, it was like 2010. 2013. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, the congressional hearing, the government's worried that it's a national security issue for Tony yeah. Stark to have this. and But Tony Stark said he's not selling Stark tech anymore, so they didn't want to give it to the U.S. government. And it, he showed those screens of other com- other countries trying and failing. Yeah. And it, Ivan has the technology. And so it like, becomes an issue. It's like, oh, shit, I'm not the only one that has this, and it works. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. And I didn't think about it before. I was like, oh, that guy's got cool fucking whips, you know? <laughs> that's some cool that's whips. Cool whips. Cool whips. Yeah, that's, man, Marvel before Disney bought him. They were pretty graphic. Uh, yeah. Look, that one dude and the and the one Iron Man attempt suit where it like blows up no uh well that one too but uh where it like spins around oh yeah and paralyzes them and Justin Hammer's like oh that dude survived by the way that dude's probably <laughs> fucked yeah definitely like half his body spun like 180 degrees oh, well, yeah cause he's like what is it? he's like standing there in it yeah and just like twisted mm-hmm. and there's yeah when uh that one, I don't know if it was like a drone or something, and it was like an Iran. Yeah, uh, I don't know if there was someone in it, but like the like the machine gun that's on it goes crazy. Yeah, and you see blood on the camera lens and shit. Oh, I miss that. Yeah, they should do that more. They won't. They're appealing to kids. Except, maybe. I heard that um, Doctor Strange Two gets. A little graphic. Does it? Yeah. When is that available for streaming? I'm shrugging. I'm shrugging. It's available for shrugging. I'm shrugging. Don't know. Um, all right. Back to this movie. Yep. What's he going to say? Oh, how did Ivan not, like, how was his legs not mush after Happy rams him twice with the car? Plot. Plot. That's why. That's that's what Ivan even says. He's like, eats plot. Yeah, you can't <laughs> kill me. <laughs> I have to stay alive until the end of the movie. I'm strong like bull. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What else do we have in my notes, Luke? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm glad that they made because at first the Mark II armor, the one that Rhodey steals, mm-hmm. how it was chrome. Yeah, I like how they made it like more like a matte gray and whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, I, Iron Man 3, not great. Iron Man 2 is still a great movie. Like, I wouldn't say good, I wouldn't say great, but good movie. I like how um, Ivan's dad, whoever. Yeah, was like, part of building the art yeah, director with Howard Until he tried Stark. to sell plutonium or whatever it was. Uh, he built like a back door into the technology. That's what caused all the suits that they were started mass producing to go crazy. I must have missed that. Yeah. You would know, Mr. Hollywood. Yes, sir. I wrote the movie. That's your name, Mr. Hollywood Preparation H. I wrote the Iron Man 2 movie. Hogan. Thoreau. Thoreau. <laughs> uh, you got it. You gotta introduce me as that next next episode. <laughs> I'm gonna forget after <laughs> this episode this episode ends. Um Agent Colson. 
He finally got a fitted suit. Yeah. Because in the first one. He looked like a little kid with his dad's suit yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> and he looked great. And he was st- he's still pretty serious. That still. That, that changes, but. Yeah. Uh, eventually it does. The only thing I didn't like about this movie was how much was going on. Because it, like, it had Ivan, and then it had Hammer, and then they introduced. Uh, and they fucked. And then they had a baby. Yeah. Somehow. Uh but no, this is where uh, Black Widow oh, was introduced is to, introduced to like into the yeah. MCU, I guess. Before there was a true MCU. Yeah, she was pretty sexualized in this movie. Yeah, she was. But it was a different time. <laughs> I don't know. You fucking boomer. <laughs> uh, the video uh, to Tony from his dad was was a pretty nice moment. Yeah. Did oh, and he brought back StarCon. Which I'm pretty sure... Stark we'll, Expo? Yeah, whatever. Stark it's, it's It's a convention for Stark technology. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure what... Isn't that what uh, Captain America went to? Yeah. So that was kind of cool, a little tie-in. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was the same... Like, the same location. I don't know about that either, but... like, um, Steve Rogers and Bucky are from New York, so... Could tell. Oh, well, doesn't um what, like wasn't Stark the World's Tower, Fair in New York? It's been in a lot of places, so I don't know. You would know. The, doesn't Stark Tower become like the Avengers Tower? Yeah, and I, I think that's in New York. Yeah, so I think it was probably in the same place. Uh, Perhaps. don't think so. I don't know. Don't think so. I'm. Th- I don't think so. Speculating. Um, I think that Black Widow taking the guards down at the Hammer facility mm-hmm. is like the best like look and use of her of her skill and yeah. like, gadget set yeah because she uses quite a bit of gadgets yeah they don't really should really make that and she like tries hanging a dude yeah <laughs> after happy takes down that one garden he's like i got one and then you just he looks and like there's a bunch of people on the ground there's just one dude just hanging from a wire yeah oh and graphic. fucking ivan hangs two dudes yeah graphic Man. go back to that it was Disney. a different time <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the the fight between the hammer drones and Whiplash versus War Machine and yeah uh, Iron Man lasted like two seconds. It wasn't a very long like no. crescendo. Is that the right word? I don't know. Uh, sounds right. It sounded right in my head. Uh, how, how, did you see the Tom Holland? Do you remember the scene where uh, Tony Stark saves that little kid? That's dressed up. That has like the Iron yeah, Man gauntlet yeah, yeah, yeah. and mask on. Did you see that Tom Holland went back and said, "Oh yeah, that was Peter Parker." I did not see that. Yeah, but that'd be kind of cool if it was planned. Uh, I know it's not. It definitely was not. It definitely was not. I don't like it. Nope. It's too uh, too corny, too shoehorned. But I mean, I. Peter Parker is a huge in fan my of Tony opinion. Stark. In my opinion, is correct. Yeah. Okay. Tom Holland's what? Uh, I mean, Peter Parker is a huge fan of Tony Stark, so it's like maybe that was what fueled it. Don't like. I it. don't like it either. But don't like it. It 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 could make sense. So then, did you watch the post credit scene? I, I like how the Disney the, the Disney Plus. Uh, Marvel movies, they have a skip credits. Yeah. So it goes right to the fucking uh, post credits. No, I didn't watch it. It's because oh I knew it was, it was 
setting up like the Thor movie or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because I just said Thor post credits. No, you didn't. Yeah, it did. All right. Well, I didn't hear I you might have. That. I don't think you did. Wind it back. Let's review. <laughs> Thor post credits scene. See? Oh, that shit. It. You did say it. Um, yeah. Because at the end of the movie, Coulson's like, got to go. I've been reassigned to um, New Mexico. And Tony Stark's like, land of enchantment. And Coulson's like, that's what they say. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> My name's <laughs> Clark Gregg. <laughs> and this is how we talk. <laughs> I'm actually an alien. <laughs> but, yeah, and then it shows him. Uh, because in the Thor movie, fucking spoiler alert, if you've never seen a, the Thor movie come out in 2011. Well, we'll be fucking... Eventually, it, eventually, probably ten movies from now. Yeah, um, yeah. Odin, like fucking, sends Mjolnir to Earth because out of all the fucking planets, Earth is the best. Earth is the best. Yeah, it creates a giant crater, and Coulson gets assigned there, and it shows him standing like up on a hill overlooking the crater, and like he's holding a phone, but it doesn't dial anything he just puts it up to his ear he's like sir it's here blah blah it's, blah. it's a two-way it only goes to one person <laughs> fear just sitting there for days waiting yeah. for this motherfucker to get to get to new mexico uh so yeah, yeah that's uh iron man 2 that's iron man 2 what would you rate it out of four out of four out of four and a half four out of four and a half i would 2.25 pretty low it's, it's a little over halfway mm, debatable someone say it is halfway uh, <laughs> well fine 2.26 mm, i would say a solid 10 out of fuck four? No, i would say say a 1.7 see that's low mm, not that it was a fine movie every, every time i There's see no or hear iron man 2 i just think of mickey Rourke. Saying Boyd, give me my Boyd. Yeah, you know the bird was his idea too. No, it probably was. It, no, it was. It, his pro- idea. it, it probably was. I heard. <laughs> All right, let's do some trivia. Oh, we got trivia. Do the theme song. Uh, trivia, trivia. There's instruments too. At the, at the same time that they're singing. <laughs> trivia. <laughs> Uh, the photo of Ivan being arrested that Tony Stark views in his research is an actual media photo of Mickey Rourke being arrested on a drugs charge when he was younger. Oh, nice. That's cool. <laughs> John Favreau had a lot of friction with the Marvel higher-ups due to their constant intervention to the point that they were having him rewrite the script as the film was still shooting. I, I can see that. It'd be annoying. And Oh, yeah, definitely. In particular, elements such as the increased prominence of the sea of the shield subplot were the result of a need to establish the greater Marvel Cinematic Universe and preparation age for the Avengers 2012 at the expense of the coherence of the film's own plot. These disputes got so bad that Favreau turned down directing Iron Man 3, which given the script, he probably fucking dodged a bullet. Yeah. Uh, although Mickey Rourke spent several months on a treadmill and weight training, he initially was still unable to move around and use the whip prop and the whiplash outfit test due to its sheer weight. 
to get around this problem, Rourke would wear heavy vests in, subs- in subsequent physical training sessions to accustom his body and moving while wearing heavy armor. That dude is fucking dedicated. Yeah. Did you ever watch The Wrestler? Yeah. That was a pretty good movie. That was all right. According to John Favreau, the Asian man who hands Vanko false papers in order to get to Monaco is a member of the Ten Rings, the terrorist organization Stark encountered in the first film. Uh, It says, this organization is reportedly headed by Iron Man's nemesis, the Mandarin, which, of course, we know is now. Yeah. Thanks to Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, This is a juicy one that everyone knows. Terrence Howard was replaced with Don Cheadle in the part of Rhodes for no perceived reason, with the actor claiming that his original three-picture deal and matching salary wasn't honored by Marvel. Entertainment Weekly later claimed that director John Favreau had not been happy with Howard's performance in Iron Man. That's that's what I heard. If that didn't state it, I was going to also state it, but fuck me, I guess. Often reshooting or cutting his scenes. When it was time for the sequel, Favreau and co-writer Justin Theroux purposely reduced Howard's screen time, which led to Marvel to ask Howard, who had been the best-paid actor in Iron Man, to accept an 80% pay cut, although Marvel supposedly maintained it was because they didn't consider Howard vital to the film's commercial success. Which, yeah, I didn't yeah. fucking watch Iron Man because, ooh, Terrence Howard's in yeah, it. Yeah, right. Um... Howard refused, claiming that the real reason for the pay cut was to meet Robert Downey Jr.'s reported 2,000% salary in- increase. Damn. Cheadle was then sought as replacement, and Rhodes' role beefed up again. Although Howard initially blamed Downey Jr. for taking the money that was supposed to go to him and pushing him out, especially since he recommended Downey Jr. for the title role, role uh, both actors would later make amends. And then, finally, at the start of the Monaco racing scene, Ivan Vanko is wearing an orange jumpsuit with the name B. Turgenov, which is in reference to Boris Turgenov, the Crimson Dynamo. Boris's armor was designed by Anton Vanko. He was also a partner of Natasha Romanoff, a.k.a. Black Widow. Cool. Yeah. I guess... uh, like, this character is, like, like, an amalgamation of the Crimson Dynamo and Whiplash. Oh, okay. So, there's that. There's that. Oh, shit, I should probably read the outro script. Uh, yeah, well, you could do that, I'm too. I'm good at this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, decent movie. Decent it's movie. Fine. Yeah. Decent. I'm not looking forward to three. Me either. But, hey. I'm not even... Really looking to looking forward to the Incredible Hulk, which is next. I haven't seen it in so long that I don't remember it, so it's going to be a terrible experience for me. You'll love it because I heard you have a huge crush on Edward Norton. I'm more of a, a Eric Bana guy, and I, you told me that you really want to see what the Hulk's penis looks like. Never said that. Uh, you say that every time. And like, what he does is he projects. He thinks about it. And then he's like, well, you told me. Not, not even true. It's true. As the host, as the main host of this podcast, I'm the most normal person here. So, What do you think, Turbo Man? What do you think, Ta-Ta Turtle Man? Beware of evildoers. Beware of evildoers. Exactly. Remember that. All right, let's wrap this ship up. Uh, so 
Thank you for listening. Special thanks to our Patreon subscribers. Hey. And however you found us, thanks for thanks for listening. You can oh. follow us or you, you can... Wait, what? I was going to say thank you to all of France, apparently. Yeah, thank you to all of Luke's Hollywood friends. In France. And, and his friends at the Preparation H uh, factory. Hey, they make a good product. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash popculturebicycle. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at popculturebicycle and on Twitter at popculturebike. You can follow me on Instagram at popculturejake and Luke at... Uh, Luke Keyway underscore DG. How do you spell Keyway? K-E-W-A-Y. And there's an underscore after that. Underscore <laughs> DG. Uh, if you still use Facebook, you can find us by searching Pop Culture Bicycle. And if you have any suggestions for us to read and or watch, email the podcast at popculturebicycle at gmail.com. Use hashtag popculturebicycle on Twitter or just DM us on any of our socials. Uh, you can also, and this is super easy to do. Super easy. You can, if you have Apple Podcasts, you can rate us five stars. Five stars. Five stars. And you can rate us five stars on Spotify, too. Five stars. Five stars. It helps us, uh, or it helps people find our, dare I say, incredible podcast. I would say the perfect podcast. The perfect podcast? The quintessential uh, podcast. Not a legally binding statement, but uh-huh. just our opinions. And some yeah. would say, some would say, not us. Some would say our opinions are correct. I think you stated earlier that your opinion is always correct. I did not say that. Okay. <laughs> I did not. Don't go back and find it either. Or do. Or t- tell a friend that's or never do. listened to go find it. You know what? Go back and listen because that gets clicks up. Not you. you find someone else to watch it. Or you can watch it on a different platform or listen to it on a, on a different platform. Or you can watch us on YouTube. Oh, yeah. You can watch us on YouTube. Like and subscribe on there. Uh, smash that like button. or so Smash it. Buy body slam that like button. 3D print a like button. Smash it. Smash it. On YouTube, but not on our YouTube. But yeah, uh if you want to review the podcast in Apple Podcasts, I'm pointing at the screen if you're listening to this and not watching it. Do so. <laughs> uh yeah, we we'll read the review. We will. So make it funny. You'll get a shout or out. Make it sad. Make it make it however however you feel. When you review it. Yeah. Let us know how you feel. But be funny. <laughs> be sad, but be funny. All right. So as we say <gasps> Goodbye. Let me say it again too. Goodbye. Goodbye.